Eleven News with Tracy Valaidon. It's exactly 11 o'clock a day. The Gauteng Department of Education has taken a decision to withdraw the operating license of Kuro Rudeplat following new allegations of racial segregation at the school. However, MEC Panyazele Sufi has suspended his plans to withdraw the license of the school on condition that the head of the school be replaced. The management structure of the school will also be changed to include a new operational head. Kasatu unions and government have signed a new three-year wage deal that will give the workers the 7% wage increase that the two parties initially agreed on. The decision followed negotiations that started last night and lasted until the early hours of the morning. Government earlier went back on the 7% deal and offered a 0.64% increase in order to claw back 0.6% overpaid in the final year of the previous three-year agreement. Government negotiators finally agreed to the 7%, but only on condition that the clause on inflation be replaced by one which was pay rises determined by Treasury estimates. Public Service and Administration Department spokesperson Brent Simmons says last night's talks have left all parties satisfied. Unions and government went back to the PSCBC last night and in the early hours of this morning concluded the agreement. What it now means is that workers will get the 7%, but because government has already paid them 6.4%, they will get the additional 0.6% back dated to the 1st of April. Um, Minister Anteto also welcomes um, the conclusion of the wage negotiations. Police Minister Natin Leku would be summoned to Parliament within the next two months to explain how he intends implementing the recommendations of the Marikana Commission of Inquiry. The Commission recommends, among others, that an inquiry be held into the fitness to hold office of both the National Police Commissioner, Ria Piecha, and the former Provincial Commissioner of Northwest Sukiswa Umbombo. The Chairperson of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Police, Francois Bachmann, says the report highlights the importance of having credible and effective police leadership. He added that Portfolio Committee fully supports the recommendation by the Marikana Commission for the establishment of an expert panel with international and local role players to advise on public order policing. Mino lawyers for the Marikana mine workers say they will study the report and advise clients on recourse. Lawyer Andres Nkome says after the release of the report, some of his clients have expressed shock and disappointment that the report does not directly implicate those that they would like to see liable for criminal prosecution. We are definitely going to go through the report. We are going to be having another meeting with the rest of the clients on Sunday, but we should be able to express the feeling or the instructions of the clients as to what they say should happen from now going forward. The clients had always been saying that the deputy president of the country, Cyril Ramaphosa, was supposed to have been defeated and the top brass in the SAPS, in the police ministry. And that has not happened. So we should be going through this a consultation with the clients on Sunday. And we should be able to respond to all of the submissions that are made in the report. European leaders have agreed to take in tens of thousands of migrants who have arrived in the EU, but only on a voluntary basis. The decision followed hours of heated discussions. More than 150,000 migrants have attempted to enter the EU this year. The BBC's Damien Grammaticus reports. Europe's nations all agreed they will help by taking in 40,000 asylum seekers from Italy and Greece, along with 20,000 others from outside the EU. Hungary, which has seen thousands of migrants cross its border by land, 
Finland and Bulgaria, one of the EU's poorest countries, have both been granted exemptions. The UK has an opt-out which it's using, while nations in Eastern Europe refuse to accept set quotas, so the scheme will only be voluntary. Judgment in an application for leave to appeal in the case of Cape gang boss George Havel Thomas is expected to be delivered today in the Western Cape High Court. The state is calling for a harsher sentence to be imposed on Thomas and six of his accomplices. The gang boss and 14 others are appealing their sentence and convictions. Earlier this month, Thomas was sentenced to seven life terms for murder. Berenice Moss reports. The state is applying for leave to appeal for an increase in sentence for George Thomas, Muhammad Stemet, Kenneth Lavita, Howard Jansen, Ashraf Rycliffe and Riaz Dennis. Prosecutor Vilifal Yun is calling for at least two additional life sentences to be imposed on Thomas for two charges of racketeering. He argued that the 18 and 10 year sentences imposed were too lenient and inappropriate. But Thomas is appealing his conviction and sentencing on the basis that the witnesses who testified against him had lied and weren't credible. Your top story this hour, the Gauteng Department of Education has taken a decision to withdraw the operating license of Kura Rudeplat following new allegations of racial segregation at the school. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlidham. I'll be back with more news at 12 o'clock.